Welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. You can support our podcast by subscribing to our Patreon. This way you will not only support our work to spread the truth about the war in Ukraine, but also get access to exclusive content on wartime life in Ukraine. From this series you can learn how ordinary Ukrainians live in times of invasion, what they eat, how they travel, celebrate, what music they listen to, and much more. To subscribe to our Patreon, follow the link in the description to this episode. My name is Artem, and here is the news. For 187 days Ukraine stands strong against the forces of the Russian invasion. Ukrainian forces started counteroffensive in the Kherson region, reports NVUA. According to the commandment of the Southern Grouping of Ukrainian Army, Ukrainian defenders have forced regiments of the so-called Donetsk People's Republic and Russian paratroopers to flee from their positions. The command said that the armed forces of Ukraine have launched offensive operations in many directions in the south of Ukraine. Some experts called it the start of a large-scale counteroffensive in the area. According to the CNN sources, Ukraine liberated at least four settlements in the Kherson region, aiming to reach the city of Kherson. During the day yesterday, powerful explosions were heard in Kherson and Novokakhovka cities, reports Ukrainska Pravda. The armed forces also struck at the Bereslav machine-building plant, where the invaders kept equipment and manpower. The Ukrainian authorities urged local residents to either evacuate urgently or stay as close as possible to safe places, stock up on food, water, and checked first aid kits. If there is an enemy military facility nearby, they should move away. In his evening video address, President Volodymyr Zelensky said that Ukraine is returning its own. Zelensky stressed that he won't share any details of the plans of the Ukrainian forces, but the occupiers should know that Ukrainians will oust them to the border. Quote, if they want to survive, it is time for the Russian military to flee, go home. If you are afraid to return to your home in Russia, well, let such occupiers surrender and we will guarantee them compliance with all norms of the Geneva Conventions. Unquote. The General Staff of Ukraine informs that the enemy continues to focus its efforts on establishing full control over the territory of the Donetsk region. Maintaining the captured districts of Kherson, part of Kharkiv, Zaporizhia and Mykolaiv regions, reports Unyan. The Russian forces tried to conduct an offensive near Udy in the Kharkiv region, Shnurky in the Slovensk direction, Shumy, Kodema and Zaitseva in the Bakhmut area, and near Marinka Novomikhailivka in the Avdiivka area. The Russian troops were pushed back. The next meeting of the contact group on defense of Ukraine will be held at Rammstein Air Base Germany on September 8, reports Ukrainform. The U.S. Air Force Command in Europe and Africa said on its website on Monday that U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin will hold a personal meeting of the group. The group consists of defense ministers and other high officials from about 40 countries that provide military support to Ukraine or consider doing so. Ukraine asks Turkey to provide information on the cargo of the vessel Sparta II that belongs to the Russian Defense Ministry and recently passed through the Bosphorus Strait into the Black Sea, reports Radio Liberty. According to the Deputy Foreign Minister Mykola Tochitsky, it might have delivered the S-300 anti-aircraft missile systems from Syria to Russia. 
He pointed out that the vessel falls under the definition of a warship and according to the international conventions on Bosphorus, should not have been allowed into the Black Sea in times of war. The International Atomic Energy Agency mission that plans to visit the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant captured by Russia arrived in Kyiv, reports Interfax Ukraine. The mission consists of 14 international experts headed by the Director-General Rafael Grossi. Spokesperson of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Ukraine Oleg Nikolenko said that during the visit to the power plant, the mission will focus on physical protection of it, nuclear safety and guarantees of non-proliferation of nuclear materials. The European Court of Human Rights decided to resume consideration of complaints against Ukraine from September 1st, reports Liga. With the start of the Russian invasion, the court paused all proceedings that involved Ukraine as the responsible side. Sweden announced plans to provide an approximately 100 million US dollars support package to Ukraine, reports Interfax Ukraine. Swedish Prime Minister Magdalena Andersson said that half of it will go to military aid based on Ukraine's requests, another half aimed to support Ukraine's economy, resilience and recovery. At the same time, Norway considers the possibility of allocating about 200 million US dollars to Ukraine for the purchase of natural gas in the coming autumn-winter period. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine. Thank you.